Without the ones like you, who work tirelessly to keep things running, everything would suddenly stop. Hospitals, factories, schools, and power plants, they all depend on you. No matter the weather, emergency, or time of day, you're the ones who get it done. At Granger, we're here for you with professional-grade industrial supplies. Count on real-time product availability and fast delivery. Call, clickgranger.com or just stop by. Granger for the ones who get it done. Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe. Before we get started with today's show, I want to tell you guys about betonline.ag. It's the second round of the playoffs. KD and the Suns versus the Nuggets, 76ers, Celtics, Heat, Knicks, and of course the Lakers, Warriors, LeBron versus Steph rivalry. Use our promo code BLEAV50, that's bleav five zero with the link in the description to this episode, and pick up a 50% welcome bonus on all of your bets during the NBA playoffs. Bet online, where the game starts. Hello. <laughs> Why? <laughs> okay, for for people who are uh, who who can't see what's happening right now. Uh, why are you in like a an infrared like? <laughs> Morgan has because, lit candles. Because Kyle, on... we, we were unable to light the beam, so we've had to light the candles. Okay, so for people who don't know what just happened here, so Morgan, Morgan joined the the video and uh, and she she looked like she was in hell, like just infrared right in her face. I was like, okay, she's wearing her. She said she had a surprise, and she's wearing her Boston jersey, and she showed up in an all red camera. And then she turned to show that she had lit about 10 different candles all around her room with red lighting because apparently she's lighting the beam or lighting we the candles. We couldn't light the beams, so we had to light the candles. God damn, man. <laughs> That was good. <laughs> oh goodness me! That's worth that's worth burning with some of the candle. <laughs> there was no beam. There was no beam. <laughs> no, no beam was lit in the process of this recording. Ah, <laughs> oh, I had so many photos of the beam. So, so many photos of the beam. Yes. They can never take your photos, Kyle. <laughs> we'll always He'll have always memories. Have that was good. That was good. Effective <laughs> troll. Effective troll by Morgan. Who the wait? What? Who has the wait? Oh, goodness. Okay, so... 
Okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, Sacramento lost. I just wanted it to keep going. Just give me 10 more days. I just wanted 10 more days of that. It was just, it was so fun. We were so lovable. It's my first year working in sports. I just. But this is how you get to stay lovable because you're the lovable losers. Yeah, but I just didn't want this season to end. I don't care like about the team itself. Like I'm not sad because they lost. I'm just sad because it's over. I wanted I wanted the, the 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 happiness, the healing, the the fun, the beams to keep going. And uh no, it's it's over now. It's over too soon. The the beam was in eternity in my heart. <laughs> well, no, it doesn't even live forever now cuz Steph Curry Dave, in case you didn't see, Steph Curry beat us, pounded the basketball on the floor, and then started yelling, light the goddamn beam, which, damn, that's a good troll. Damn, that is a good job by him to troll us. So even that, even the memories of the beam, Steph Curry now owns it. Steph Steph Curry stole the beam from us. She took your, took away your light. There is no light anymore. No, Steph Curry stole it. The beam was the light at the end of the tunnel. <laughs> and it's locked out. The beam was actually a train. A train was running us over. Train. It was the Splash Brothers. Splash. Was, was the Curry train. Draymond Green was driving the Curry train. Just hitting all gas, no brakes. Yeah. Knocked he was pretty beam. immense last night. Yeah. Yeah. The... Clay Thompson didn't play good in the game either. It's just, just yeah. Steph Curry. It was just oh, it was a one man show. It was a it was a one man show. The Warriors didn't even the Warriors just played the same five people the whole game. Jordan Poole didn't even see the floor in the second half of that game. It was just the same lineup of oh no, it was really a two man game because uh I I don't know if you saw the final box score uh but Kevon Looney had uh forty six offensive rebounds in the game. It was pretty pretty incredible. Uh, it was a two-man show between Steph Curry and Kevon Looney. Being, I did not have Kevon Looney being the second most valuable Golden State Warrior at the end of this series, and Sacramento losing. No, but it usually is like some bit part player. And Andrew Wiggins good in the finals last year. Oh, he wasn't just good in the finals. He was. Uh, he he was getting finals MVP consideration from Tom Haberstroh. Yeah. Where to from here for the Sacramento Kings? I don't know, Cancun. <laughs> Wherever maybe maybe Hawaii. I think uh I think the, the Hawks and the, the Timberwolves and the Clippers, they all went to Hawaii together on the same flight probably. But I uh oh no, the Hawks beat the Celtics in that game five. There was a I think last Tuesday there was a chance like three teams would get eliminated on the same day and then Trey Young buried that shot from the Lucky Charms logo to keep them alive for game six. It didn't matter in the end, but they just had yeah, to sorry, wait Janet Jackson. to go to Cancun. Apologies to Janet. Yeah, man. I th- I So I was watching the NFL draft on Thursday, as weirdos like me do, as sickos like me do, and uh, I saw it was like 124-124. I was like, oh, let's see if the Hawks can pull this off. And then it was just like, Marcus Smart 3, Grant Williams 3, Jason Tatum put back dunk. I was just like, okay, yeah, I understand why the Celtics are are, are really good. Good, Good for Boston. Yeah, good for Boston. Yeah, the Fingers beam, crossed. 
the beam team, I don't know. It's going to be probably the same four people or something. It's going to be Kevin Herter, De'Aaron Fox, Demonis Sabonis, <laughs> Keegan Murray. For those who don't know, every time he makes a shot, the PA announcer says Keegan, and then the crowd says Murray. That's great. But in it's that like, tunnel, like, Murray! No, it's like, Keegan Murray. Oh, Every time he gets a shot. Murray! Murray! That's a that's a deep Levitard show reference now. That's like a five-year-old Levitard show reference. We have our own Murray! So, I don't know. We don't we we got we got five months to worry about what's gonna happen to the beam team. I hope we I hope we don't I hope we like the beam forever. I hope this never goes away. I hope that they don't like retire the beam or whatever. They gotta keep it going forever. That's our fly the W now. I think so. Uh, yeah, I think it should be. Yeah, I think so. Even people were like, What's gonna happen when they only win thirty four games or whatever? I'm like, light the beam thirty four times. Who gives a shit? It's fun. It's your thing. It doesn't matter. It's our thing now. We're the beam team. Yeah. First it was Beam Town, now there's Beam Town. Beam Town versus Beam Team. Well, probably not good for you, but anyway. <laughs> yeah, we're we're gone. Steph Curry. Steph Curry trolled us effectively. Even though I will point out Steph Curry took more shots in that game than any game of his NBA career, he still trolled us very effectively. So it took his absolute most. Mm. Mm-hmm. He did He did us dirty. 22 oh, well. points in the second half. We've all had that happen to us once in a while. <laughs> Steph can do that to you. Yeah, no, me and you are doing the the what is it the the predator beam where we're both grabbing arms, both 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 owned by Steph Curry, Boston Celtics and Sacramento Kings both call Steph Curry their daddy. Mm, maybe he certainly was last year. Certainly did hurt me, but we move on. Well, we'll move we could on. do it again. Who knows? We got to get there first. Oh, for Boston, yeah, I. If Golden State makes the conference finals, that's going to be absolutely ridiculous. That team would be an incredible be... achievement to do that, really. Yeah, after with that team. Because like, they'd be on the road the whole way. Well, technically, that... no. Technically, no. They have home court advantage against the Lakers. Oh. The Lakers are the seven. Mm. Warriors are the six. Okay. But uh, even still, like the Lakers might be better than the Warriors. So just them making it that far would be incredible. And Den- I'm still going to hold on. I said Denver would go te- uh, 12 and 3 and win the West. So I've, I've got one loss down. Anthony Edwards got a token loss. Denver Denver's still going to win the West with running away. May have but... taken an L with that chair and those women. Who knows? Oh, yeah, that's right. The weird Anthony Edwards story. Man, I want Anthony Edwards to be likable, man. He just does so many stupid stuff, like dropping homophobic slurs and throwing chairs. Just, uh, he's so close to being so likable. He's so close to being so likable. Yeah, unless you're a woman or a minority. Yeah, well, a woman, a woman, or or LGBTQ. Yes, if you... If you <laughs> 
he's so close. He's so close. He just has these slip ups where I'm like, damn it. I can't, I can't just throw. Cause man, I would, Anthony Edwards would be one of my favorite players. If it's just, if I just didn't have the, the trauma of used to thinking Deshaun Watson was one of my favorite players. If I just didn't have the dang, there's a couple of yellow flags here from keeping you from he just really rooting the basketball thing with the funny accent. Why can't he just do that? Why can't why can't he just be the basketball guy with the funny accent who drops 35 points? Because the Timberwolves, I feel pretty good. The Timberwolves are going to be a four or five seat next year in the West. Because once once the offense runs through Ant, they have enough talent to to be and win as many games as the Sacramento Kings did this year. So I next year is going to be Minnesota's good year, and so I'm just yeah I, I won't want to believe because I also I'm a loser. I root for the Kings. I root for the Padres. I mm-hmm. I, I I identify with the loser Minnesota Timberwolves who kiss babies and throw jerseys and jump on tables after winning play-in games. And they throw chairs when they don't. Yeah, yeah. That's the that's the downside of that one. It certainly is. You're in the way. Yeah, Minnesota. Minnesota. Sorry. Did you watch the Knicks? I did. Yes, I was. Uh, I was doing. I was working the the three and a half hour Sacramento Kings pregame show and just casually tuning into that game. Uh, just a lot of bricks by the New York Knicks. That was basically my takeaway. Just just a lot of missed shots. <laughs> three and a half hour pregame show is better than three hand postgame show, I guess. Yeah, we would have had a three and a half hour postgame show too if they had won. But, oh. you know, oh, well, I guess that's programming on the fly. Yeah, no, we would have we would have came up with program, but it's easy to do radio. Once you win, you just take callers like the, the Boston sports radio people who were like when they lose. <laughs> yeah. Did you did you hear Mike Ryan's rant this morning about the boss while well, listening to Boston sports radio last night? No, was that in the local hour? Yeah, it was in the local hour. It was great. Apparently, one of the Boston callers wanted to get rid of all the Swedes, all of all of the people from Sweden, get them off the team. It was their fault. It's just a weird form of racism after losing to (laughs) hockey. Swedish people. Hockey racism is weird because it's just different brands of white people. (laughs) Hockey racism is is Mm. interesting. Odd. Swedish people are not exactly. Who I would think of, of when I think of racism, yeah, or doing anything wrong. Swedish people are kind of cool. No, I agree. It's just Boston. They got to be racist towards someone, and when it's all white people, you've got to got to pick between the white people. Because when Boston loses, oh, you gotta just start saying racist. Maybe shit. it's just Kyle. Maybe they're just maybe they're not all racist. Maybe it's just um, maybe all the Swedish people that play on the team are not good. Who knows? I can't name a single Swedish player on the. I can't. I can barely name four players on the Boston Bruins. I don't know. Oh, yeah, you can't confirm or deny. Sorry. I cannot confirm nor deny. Although I'm going to assume that it's racism. Boston. So Boston way... doesn't deserve benefit of the doubt. Excuse me. That's rude. Um. So, can I assume that the local hour on the show was all Panthers talk? It was also some Miami Heat talk. Because there was not one word mentioned on the whole show. <laughs> Yeah, so uh, I thought they must have put it somewhere. 
Yeah, Florida Panthers, Miami Heat, big local hour. I've heard local hour. I've heard part of the local hour and the big suey so far. So I don't know. I cannot confirm. Oh, you watched the, the live one. show. Yeah, the Stu Gotts apparently got New York Knicks tickets for tomorrow. So that'll be that'll be fun. Yeah, there's a bit on the show where they discuss that bit. Um, okay, so who wins tonight? What are your thoughts? Well, I hate doing this because people are going to listen to this after the show is done. So let's give exact predictions. Which, by the way, we all, the last time we did this, we actually kind of got something right when we were playing that game of, wow, can you believe what happened in that game that happened before we recorded? Because <laughs> the last time we did a, a podcast was before uh, Sixers and Nets game four. And we, we were joking, like, can you believe Joel Embiid did that thing in that game? And he, that was the game that he kicked Nick's Claxton in the junk. So we kind of got it right. Nick Claxton, not Nick Claxton. <laughs> There's too many X's in his name. I, I think he should be N-I-X Claxton. Nick's Claxton. Okay. I'll let his mom know that that's what she should have named him. <laughs> that... <laughs> That was the that was the game that uh that was the game Embiid kicked Nick Claxton in the junk. So if I'm gonna make a prediction, uh, I'm gonna say that the Boston Celtics are gonna win game one. So for the tonight is tonight's game two Suns Nuggets, and I don't think I've watched a single Nuggets playoff game so far. <laughs> the team I said is. <laughs> the team I said is going to win the Western Conference and go 12 and 3. I've not watched a single one of their playoff games. Again, can't confirm or deny if they're any good because I haven't seen them once. Can't confirm they're good because I am a nerd and I read a lot of nerd stats, and the nerd stats oh, so say they're all uh, good. Hang on. Box score. Box score, Kyle can confirm they're good. Not box score, Kyle. P E R S R S, advanced analytic nerd, Kyle. Oh, wow. Can confirm that they are PPR good. PPR or non PPR. <laughs> <laughs> uh my so so Suns Nuggets game two Nuggets are gonna win that game uh because I said the Nuggets will only lose three playoff games until the finals. Uh and the other game, the Celtics will win and Joel Embiid is going to kick uh not Al Horford, who who is the most other than Marcus Smart, who's the second most kick in the nuts likely player for for the seventy for the Boston Celtics. Is it Robert Williams? Let's say let's say he kicks Robert right, he'd Williams. He'd have to kick really hard, high. Uh, well, Claxton's pretty tall too, so he he did mm-hmm. have to do that. Uh, Peyton Pritchard. Nah, I don't think I I don't think Embiid Embiid's gonna get in trouble if he tries to kick Peyton Pritchard. That he um, doesn't want sorry. the smoke. <sighs> Um, I don't know if you um, if you saw the change to the Boston Celtics um, injury list. Um, or yeah, I don't know. Maybe I don't know if it was an error or what it was. But um, Danilo Gallinari was listed as doubtful for the first time in for a long time. <laughs> Wait, the same Danilo Gallinari who tore his Achilles. <laughs> They changed him yep. from out to doubtful. <laughs> yeah. So, so there silly. you go. I'm going to make this a really hot take. Joel Embiid kicks Danilo Gallinari. Wow, that would be spicy. That would be spicy. If Joel Embiid 
Danilo Gallinari, who still has never played a game for the Boston Celtics, has, has never played a single game for the Boston Celtics. If he kicks Danilo you know Gallinari in the nuts. Helpful that he'll kick him, but I like I like your confidence. I was I was gonna say I think Peyton Pritchard's got that that uh he's got Boston saying all of the high basketball IQ stuff about Peyton Pritch. I don't think I don't think Joel Embiid wants the smoke from racist Boston by kicking. Does Peyton he want Blake Griffin? Blake Griffin would be funny. You know what? I'm gonna say yes. Joel Embiid is gonna kick Blake Griffin in the penis. That is what's gonna happen in this game. Okay. Joel Embiid is gonna kick Blake Griffin in the penis. Right. Interesting take. Yeah. Because all Blake Griffin does is take charges now. So I know that Embiid and Griffin are going to end up on the floor at some point. Baby. Uh, I know Embiid and Griffin are going to end up entangled on the floor. And uh, Joel Embiid will kick him in the nuts. Blake, thank you for calling on Blake Griffin. That was the guy. That was exactly the guy I was looking for, for a deep pull on who's going to get uh-huh. kicked in the nuts. That's penis. what she said. <laughs> Blake Griffin, yeah, it does. I did walk uh, right so into Stan that. Stan said anyway. Stan. Stan. Blake Griffin, Stan. If there is no bigger Stan for Blake Griffin than Stan. Literally. Yeah, Stan Van Gundy waged his entire career on Blake Griffin. He put his nuggets on the line. And Blake Griffin kicked him in the nuggets. <laughs> playing... 32 games in yeah. two seasons. Sometimes you bet on red and sometimes you bet on black. Sometimes you bet on Blake Griffin. Ouch. And now Blake Griffin's the old guy who takes charges. And kicks in the nuts. Yeah. Which, but I thought Kevin Love was just the guy who, the old guy who takes charges. But all of a sudden, Kevin Love started burying three-pointers <laughs> for the Miami Heat against the, against the Milwaukee Bucks. And that was kind of funny to watch. Kevin Love still got it. All right. I guess Cleveland gave him away. I I love the conversation about banning the charge because I was like, we can't ban the charge. How will Kevin Love and Blake Griffin still have jobs in the NBA? Because people like Stan exist. Yeah, that made me kind of uh, sad the other day. Blake Griffin's averaging five minutes a game. DeAndre Jordan's averaging five minutes a game. They might both make the NBA Finals this year. It's just kind of sad. The evolution of the game. Also, their body's just breaking down, man. <laughs> Blake Griffin. Also, by the way, Blake Griffin and DeAndre Jordan, the two best players on the last team to beat the Golden State Warriors in the Western Conference in the playoffs. Wow, wow what a stat. Yeah. The last time the Golden State Warriors lost in the last time the Golden State Warriors lost to a Western Conference team was the series that the Donald Sterling tapes came out. It's a wild stat. That is a wild stat. Yeah. It's incredible. They won 19 consecutive. Did you do that yourself or did you get that from your right arm hand? From my what? fluffy bunny hand that to you no i i just i saw the stat that said the last team to beat the warriors in the western conference was the 2013-14 clippers and it clicked in my mind wait a second that is the series of donald sterling tapes being revealed and them almost not playing the game three of that series 
maybe. Yeah. Well, times are changing. I hope. It's good. Good perspective. Good perspective on that. <laughs> it's, it's, it's hopeful. I don't know. It's, Did you end up watching the Miami New York Knicks series or the game yesterday? That series is over. Did I miss the whole thing? (laughs) Yeah, I did. What'd you think of it? Mm, Boring. I didn't want that, that result, but I keep getting results. I don't want in these games. So I'm not looking forward to later. Yeah. That's happening a lot for me too. Cause I was just like, Okay, Milwaukee, at least we're going to get it to a game six. At least, I- oh, you got to be kidding me. They just blew a 16-point lead. Oh, you got to be kidding me. They blew a four-point lead in 10 seconds. Oh, my God, they're going to overtime. I was just like, God damn it, Milwaukee. Because I made the case on Monday's episode available wherever you get podcasts, literally right below this episode, right below this one. You can hear me talk for 35 minutes about how about the Milwaukee Bucks losing to the Miami Heat because uh, Giannis could have played all five games of that series. They still would have lost in five. Um, it was very sad to hear about Craig Brudenholzer's personal life. Yeah. Did his brother die before that game? Oh, he did? Well, now I feel like a dick. Okay. Before game <laughs> said four. A lot of, said right a lot before of game four. Oh, I did not know that even until right. I was like, is this going to be a joke? Where is this going? I had no idea. Oh, yeah. Yeah, His brother died in a car accident. Yeah, right before game four. Wow. Wow. That, Mm. uh, now I feel like a dick for making jokes about Mike Budenholzer. Really should. (laughs) Damn. I'm sure he's going through it. Yeah. What's going on? I hope he turns out okay between the between a death of a brother and his impending job firing. I'm really gonna. I really hope. I don't think they'll fire him. I just. I hope everything goes well. Not with that happening. Look pretty bad. So you're saying they'll pull a organization? They're not that cutthroat. Miami's not a real. I don't know. Miami or Milwaukee. Yeah, Milwaukee is. Milwaukee's in an interesting predicament because the thing that I kind of deciphered is like, like apparently, evidence now shows that winning an NBA championship buys you two years. Ty Lue got two years and seven games after the Cavs championship before he got fired. Frank Vogel got two seasons before he got fired. Um, you basically winning a championship buys you two seasons and. It feels like Budenholzer's two seasons are up, but maybe not now that he's, you know, dealing with. Uh, now that he has extenuating circumstances that could could have contributed to, um, games four, five, six, not going that great. Four, five, whatever. Yeah, that is fair. Uh, huh, I, I think I think it would look pretty brutal to fire him after that. Oh, it came out over the weekend. I see. That's why I didn't hear about it. I was I was too deep in the in the power of the beam to to read about this story. Apparently, hmm. I was Should like, we... press circle around the beam." Okay, that does make me feel a little bit better that I recorded that episode on Saturday. So at the very least, I recorded that before we found out about this news. So it does make me feel a little bit better. I know it didn't come out till Monday, but it does feel a little bit better. 
yeah, I I don't really know how. This is something I was thinking about with John Morant because I think it was like Bomani was talking about the the possibility of him not being back uh, by the time the season rolled around. I was like, I get that part, but also I don't know what obligation the organization has in order to like thread the line between well-being and getting him back in time to play. I, I wonder what the what responsibility the organization has to the well-being of the coach and how far they extend support and grace for someone going through a grief and traumatic situation given he didn't miss a game yeah and like i don't know about the timeline of when he knew what he knew that kind of thing but i'm sure it was have been a difficult time yeah, absolutely. I mean, it's it is a difficult situation to endure when you're not dealing with the playoff run when you add that mix into it and the pressure that's built up. I mean, maybe for the better that the Bucks don't have to keep going on this playoff run for that because I mean, for his well-being and his sanity, you can deal with the grief and process your emotions however you will and just give yourself more time and space to deal with that. So that's probably better that they're not in the playoff. It just, if he's the one taking all the flack at the end of game five, maybe people will be a little bit calmer in the aftermath. Or maybe the story just kind of fades away with time. And then 10 games into next season, the Bucks are firing Mike Budenholzer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Wait and see, I guess. Yeah, I don't know. I don't know, like I said, the responsibility of the organization. Actually, this leads into something that I wanted to ask you about, too. The responsibility of organizations to do right by their people when they're their highest paid employee. Because back in, I want to say November, we had a basically full-length podcast talking about Ime Udoka. And then Ime Udoka, without publicly much information coming out, got hired by the Houston Rockets. And my whole thought is like, the Celtics haven't earned the benefit of the doubt but they haven't done anything that doesn't get them the benefit of the doubt but restaurateur ufc friends with donald trump tillman fertita and the rockets definitely do not deserve the benefit of the doubt on this and should be questioned a little bit more intently about why they went and hired udoka what did anything you thought about when udoka ended up getting hired by the rockets i just that the whole situation is really hard to frame because we just don't have the information to know what he did wrong to start with. Obviously, there is something there, and I, I'm I'm going to lean on the side of the organisation in this one and say maybe they did the right thing, but we don't really know because we don't know. Um, in saying that they didn't offer support to his family throughout the instance or follow up with they cared so much about that. Um, so like it's all it's all very hard to find your position on when everything's so unclear. But I, I yeah, I don't I'm not gonna give Houston the benefit of the doubt, absolutely not. Yeah, this is what we talked about back in November, where we were saying, like, we just don't have the information. Therefore, we can't really act upon 
that because the public inf- like the private information is clearly there like people yeah. in the people in the know know about what's going on they've either called the Celtics or it's been passed around through league circles it's just I guess journalists are not equipped to report this stuff um, but those who I'm, have those who weren't in the know were on one side and then when when they did become in the know they then switched sides so that would tell you that whatever they do know or did find out justifies what happened yeah and it sounded like the league and people in the know felt like the celtics punishment was justified in a way because when it was november and the nets tried to hire him adam silver and quote-unquote people close to joe Sai had to talk him down from hiring udoka and I think the Hawks went through a hiring cycle where they were going to interview Udoka, but they settled on Quinn Snyder instead, which was a better coach, I think, than Udoka and never got the chance to bring that back to the public. Uh, but then once once his year long, his would have been year long suspension with the Celtics ended, apparently it was like free game for everyone to interview and eventually hire him. So I guess privately they kind of concluded that he had served the one-year suspension and the one-year suspension was justified? I guess so. But we'll never but, know if the punishment fit the crime because we don't know what the crime was. Yeah, the, the general public doesn't know the crime, which yeah. makes it difficult, even still six months later from the last time we talked about this. Yeah. Yeah. Even when we do know the crime, the public still don't get it right when it comes to what they think. So, yeah. But yeah, we we don't care what the what the dodos or the. I'm just being polite about that. We don't know what the misogynists and the the people who the the people who are defending the the crimes against women, potential crimes against women within sports, and we don't know that there were like actual crimes committed. There was clearly moral and ethical concerns around Ime Udoka having an affair with a team staffer. And I read the, I read the Nia Long story just because it's the only like real insight that we've been given about how the detail I didn't know is that Ime didn't tell her until he knew it was going to be public. So like four days before he knew that the story was going to go public was when he first told her about it, which kind of, kind of gives an inkling of what happened there and then they they ended up separating and uh there wasn't a divorce because they were never married but they just broke off their engagement and um are basically co-parenting but yeah the detail from that was like okay so maybe this does sound more closer to an affair than anything like nefarious going on here which you know the power structure makes it such that this person can no longer work here because the power imbalance there's there's no way to have a consensual relationship when we're talking about a power imbalance like a female staffer that we don't know her position and the most powerful person within the basketball operations side of the team. Um, the the just the lack of details and lack of clarity, like you said, make it difficult to pin it down. But I don't think we should care what the 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 misogynists and the uh the caveman sports fan of sorts think about it i think it would just be better for us no, to be have white the faces. information i don't like my allies if they're my allies huh i don't like my allies if they're my allies anyway 
Yeah, yeah, I know exactly what you mean. You don't like the allies if they're the ones who are your allies. Mm-hmm. Which uh, the Boston sports fan is probably uh, leaning more. All right, so we're gonna we're gonna we're gonna lean away from bagging Boston while I wear this shirt, Kyle. Please, as a Boston yeah. sports fan. You've you've got a lot of these conflicts. Uh, you've got a lot of these conf- conflicts within yeah, your sports. I'm just tiring people with all the. I'm retiring a lot of people with a brush that a little undeserved. I like. That's that's. I d- undeserved. Stuff. Undeserved might not be the word I would use. Okay, Kyle. <laughs> Boston, uh, Boston sports fan has oh, some level like of reputation. Come on, Kyle. They Let, they they want all the sweets three times now. We have done nothing wrong with like <laughs> the the pinnacles of professionalism. Boston sports fan, correct. Pinnacles didn't of they, didn't they didn't they poll well in that that poll? In the in the what poll? Know, the poll where the players were asked about you know best place to play sort of shit. I didn't. I didn't follow that story. So there was like a poll but... where the players were sent out. Yeah. 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 The athletic yes. does their player report. Yes. The only thing I remember from that is that they said Drew Holiday was the most underrated player in the sport, and then he got cooked by Himmy Butler, and then uh, they said the most overrated player was Rudy Gobert. Which, damn. <laughs> even no, though even the Young. players, I thought Trey Young was the most overrated player. Trey Young was up there in the votes. I think Rudy Gobert ended up winning it. I thought Trey won it. Anyway, maybe maybe you did. You see, you you probably followed it closer than I did. I just heard it, and I heard that I think I don't know, maybe Sacramento was the best place to like the best atmosphere to play, maybe or something. And Boston was second or something like that. I don't know. Best fans. I don't know. Something like that. Boston ranks high in something. I'm not, I'm not letting the truth get in the way of my story. I'm not looking it up. <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, Morgan. Oh, Morgan. Right. Predictions. Let's do some predictions. Because why not? Well, we already said Joel Embiid's going to kick someone in the nuts. Yeah. Which we were mm. one for one on that prediction already. So maybe maybe we'll test our luck again tonight. Mm. Um, is Joel Embiid going to play? I know he's. Oh, I'm looking Danilo and Aris. James there. <laughs> Celtics All Access have a video that says Danilo Gallinari highlights. Will he return for Celtics this playoffs? Is is there a possibility he'll return? Well, there's a video of that, so hang on. Uh, since Embiid's injured, I think Boston's going to win that series. Uh, I think Boston probably would have won even if Embiid was healthy, but it would have been at least a, a duel. Um, hmm. Yeah, there's a video on YouTube of Celtics All Access. Danilo Gallinari highlights will he return for Celtics' his playoffs. That looks like he's like in the gym. Yeah, I was going to say, what highlights? I, I assume these are not Celtics highlights because he's never played a game for the Celtics. Well, they look like they're training highlights. Yeah. It does say Danilo Gallinari spotted going through workouts ahead of game one. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, yeah. You know what? Maybe. <laughs> you know what? 
I I would be shocked if they played him actual minutes, but you know what? Maybe. Mm-hmm. Depth is always handy. But the Boston Celtics have great depth. They well, have now they've got great They've Blake Griffin can't even find the floor on this team. Well, he's about to find the floor. Care to well Embiid? Yeah, they're going to be entangled on the floor, just entangling it up. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Are the Seventy Sixers going to release confetti when they don't win? <laughs> Man, this I congratulations to you that the 76ers ain't got shit on the Celtics cuz like man, this is that's got to be great to have a rivalry where the other team just ain't got shit on you cuz who's your daddy? Yeah, that's got to be great to to have that feeling. Just I mean, I kind of have that with Kansas City and the Chargers, but still, it's just got to feel great to just have a rivalry where the other team ain't got shit on you. Because, like, Steph Curry just stole our entire building. He just, he's going to walk into Golden 1 Center like a like a king next year. But, man, that's got to be, that's got to be so awesome to have that. Uh, I'm going to say yes. You know what? They're going to get swept and they're going to shoot off confetti. Yes. I'm going to say that that's, that's what happens to Philadelphia. Okay. I just said swept because I think that's the only way they get a home game. The Celtics close it out in Philadelphia. I guess there could be game six. I hope that we don't get there. I hope that doesn't happen. But I guess that would mean Eastern Conference Finals rematch. Miami Heat, Boston Celtics. Collision course. Yeah. The two best teams in the East the last four years. Speaking of speaking of who's your daddy, the Miami Heat against the Boston Celtics. Who's your daddy? Mike Sure. Miami Heat who have stolen your birthright to championships. Oh God! Oh. Um, I don't. No, I'm still. I'm still uh, hopeful for the Knicks. Why? Because uh, I don't want the Heat to win. <laughs> You're hopeful because you want it to be that way. Yeah. <laughs> oh man. New York Knicks. New York Knicks got nothing against uh, what did what did Mike sure call it the the voodoo magic the the basketball voodoo magic of the Miami Heat. Oh yeah, culture. Yeah, they practice bas- basketball voodoo. Pat Riley and his basketball voodoo. Yeah, no, Miami's going to beat the Knicks. That series is the series pretty much over. I know it's only been... that. Yeah, but the Miami Heat are clearly a better team than the New York Knicks. And I can't believe I'm saying that because the Miami Heat are the freaking eight seed. But the Miami Heat are clearly a better team than the New York Knicks. That's not to say the New York Knicks aren't really good. It's just Miami is better.
Oh, I don't know. Sorry. Uh, um, what about the other series? Let's predict them. Uh, well, Denver. Denver's going to win that series. Uh, probably running away. Uh, four or five games. Denver's going to win that series. And uh, Lakers, Warriors. I got no idea. I got. I can't lie. I got no idea what's going to happen in that series. Oh mm, uh, yeah. Got okay. no idea. All right, I'm going to hear Warriors. In. In six. Okay, that's that's fair. I gotta be honest. I I genuinely don't know how to analyze that series between the Lakers and the Warriors. They're just two completely different teams than even like a month ago. They're both playing so different styles. I haven't watched enough Lake. I I thought the Lakers would lose to Memphis. I, I, I'm not even going to lie. I hadn't even considered a world where it would be Lakers Warriors. I thought it was going to be either Kings Lakers, Grizzlies Kings, like even Warriors Grizzlies. Like I just didn't even fathom a world where it would be Lakers and Warriors in the second round. I got no idea what's going to happen in that series. Yeah, and no, I didn't have to on my finger shot. No, I did not. No, that's someone who said the Lakers wouldn't even make the play in. Back in January, I uh, did not have Lakers going to the conference finals on my bingo card. Uh, here's the here's the analysis I will say: whichever team advances, Lakers or Warriors, they will lose in five games to the Denver Nuggets in the conference finals. I believe in Denver. Denver mm-hmm. is going to play Miami in the NBA finals. <laughs> oh, wouldn't that be stupid? The tree falls in the woods, and there's no one there to see it. This is actually woods. <laughs> Man, now no. it's Milwaukee out. Denver could legit win the NBA finals. Not even gonna cap. Denver could actually win the finals. That would be so boring. I know, right? It'd be so boring, but I'd love it so much because I would have predicted something similar to it. I'm, I, as the, I am the, I am probably one of the biggest Denver Nuggets stands in Sacramento, California, and uh, I will say that if the Denver, I think, enough is a huge list. What'd you say? Is there a huge list of Denver Nuggets fans in Sacramento? Not fan, just a stan. As someone who has been saying for months the Denver Nuggets are better than people are giving them credit for and they're going to win the Western Conference. Uh, but also someone who said the Grizzlies would beat the Lakers and the Kings would beat the Warriors, so we can't be perfect. Um, yeah, Denver. Denver's going to win the West. You know what? I think I, I think now that the Kings are out, I think Denver is my new team. Not, not so much that I will watch any of their playoff games, because again, I haven't watched a single Denver Nuggets playoff game so far, but <laughs> I will... I am I am rooting for the Denver Nuggets now. That now that the Kings are gone, I'm rooting for the Denver Nuggets. I'm rooting for boring. Why? Because they're not actually boring. They have the second best offense in the NBA. Jokic is a loaf of bread who can't dunk a basketball and a magician on the basketball floor. I like 
their team. I want them to win the West. I wanted it to be Jokic and Giannis, but Giannis didn't hold up his end of the bargain. So I guess it's going to be Jokic versus the real best player in the NBA, Jimmy Butler. Oh, shut up. <laughs> what did you think I was going to say? A Boston Celtic in in no, this it's world? Dumb narrative. The statistics back it up. Jimmy, Jimmy just had Jimmy. Jimmy's first round performance stacks up quite favorably against Giannis in the 2021 Finals. Had a better efficiency rating, better shooting percentage, or same shooting percentage, but a better three point percentage. More points. Jimmy Butler is prime Giannis. Giannis. <laughs> okay, Jimmy Butler. Oh, no. Just no. Like, I'm, I'm not going to downplay Jimmy's ability to do things in the playoffs that are quite spectacular. He's not Yamas. The first round series would beg to do. Now, granted, his his series against the Knicks is going to probably look less impressive because the only people who have ever put up at least 37 points in a playoff series are Elgin Baylor, Wilt, LeBron, and Michael Jordan. <laughs> but I will say that Jimmy Butler is probably going to have slightly less impressive statistics against the New York Knicks because... Tom Thibodeau's wet dream is every game being 95 to 90. Oh. Yuck. What was the final score of game one? I know it was low scoring. I know it was a it was a very Tom Thibodeau game, but it wasn't the score was a Tom Thibodeau game, but the game itself was not yeah, it was 108-101, which is ideally the score Tom Thibodeau is shooting for. It just uh wasn't the way he wanted to get there. Not quite what they heard. No, not quite. Tom Tib- uh I hate saying this again because I, I kind of wanted to bury this in the back, but Tom Thibodeau is fully erect when the score stays under 100 for both teams. <laughs> Yeah, there was a 99-79 game against the Cavs, 101 to 97, 102 to 93. Yeah, it's just perfect Tom Thibodeau basketball. Just <laughs> 102 to 97, 101 to was it 101 to 93, just perfect Tom Thibodeau basketball. Jalen Brunson <laughs> shooting mid-range jumpers. Uh. Yeah, you say the Nuggets are boring, but like literally every team in the Eastern Conference other than the Celtics would be more boring than the Nuggets. Yeah, I agree. <laughs> like the Nuggets, Nuggets put up 125, 112, 120, 122. Like, yeah, Denver Nuggets are Denver Nuggets are awesome, man. I wouldn't know. I didn't say them often. Yeah, me too. I haven't watched any of their playoff games, but. I have watched way too many New York Knicks games and they're all very slow 
mid-range jumpers. They're exciting at the end. The Cavs series was exciting at the end when Jalen Brunson and Josh Hart and RJ Barrett start cooking, but they're just to get there. It's just very boring. So, so you think the Knicks are going to win? Yeah, let's go with that. <laughs> Knicks and Celtics in the conference finals. Yeah, why not? Because Jimmy Butler. Celtics. Why not? Jimmy can be making coffee in Cancun. (laughs) You know, the funniest part about this is I've been saying all year, don't sleep on the Sixers. Don't sleep on the Sixers. And now I'm like, nah, they're going to they're going to get blasted by the Celtics. (laughs) I've just totally reversed course on that. I was like, the Sixers are better than people are giving them credit for. And now they've they've had ten days off. Joel Embiid's still hurt, and I'm like, oh, never mind. They ignore what I was saying. I'm not convinced the Celtics are winning. Why is that? Because I'm nervous. That is fair, especially because by the time people are listening to this, the Sixers might be up one zero on the Celtics. Hope not. Tyrese Maxey pulling up for 25 points. No. no. It'll be a Tobias Harris game. Fuck. Tobias Harris is going to pull up from the Lucky Charms logo like oh. Trey Young. Well, he'll pull up from bloody from the locker room. That's how far I think. I can just say it already. Tobias Harris is just going to make my life hell. Tobias Harris. Celtic, the cocky Celtics fan is afraid of Tobias Harris. Yeah, because these are the kind of people who get us all the time. The Ricky Rubios, the <laughs> Tobias Harris. One of my mm-hmm. uh, one of my favorite jokes is that if uh, if Michael Jordan played in today's NBA, he would be Tobias Harris. It's one of my favorite jokes I've seen. Would he? No, probably not. But it's just funny to think about. Tobias Harris, the goat. Trolls us into oblivion. Gosh, Tobias Harris. I did not have Tobias Harris living rent-free in your head today. That, that was not on my bingo card of Morgan topics. It's always that kind of player. Just yeah. yeah, the Sixers don't have very many of those this year. Like they, they don't really have those. It's I guess Tobias Harris has been there. Tobias Harris over me, Jimmy But one mm. of my favorite lines ever. Tobias Harris over me. But the Sixers don't really have very many of those players this year. D'Anthony Melton isn't really living rent-free in your head. No. He's never passed through my head. Oh, I guess they do have P.J. Tucker. P.J. Tucker's one of those guys. Yeah, yeah, he he was being annoying. P.J. Tucker. Yeah, but he's so old He's going to stand in that corner and just hit corner three after corner three. I mean, you say that, but like, 
in the series. So this is this is his stat line from the uh, from the the net series. He had uh, game four three points. Uh, game three three points. Uh, so he's hitting a corner three. Uh, what is it? Game two zero points. Uh, yeah, of course, it's coming. It's coming. Oh no! It's game one <laughs> six points. And by the way, he averaged 26 minutes a game in this series. This is not like he's just he's out here doing that. No, he played a lot of minutes in these games. And they just three points, three points, zero point. How many minutes did he play in the zero point game? He played 22 minutes of a basketball game and he had zero points. And the Sixers won by 12 points. Which means, actually, to your point, you're probably right. He's going to hit 21 points in one of these games. He's just going to bury three pointer after three pointer after three pointer. Yeah. Bang. No. I have good news for you, though, on the PJ Tucker front. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean he's he's gone through the revolving door of Eastern Conference teams, so I think next year he's going to be a Boston Celtic. I don't know if that's good news. Twenty twenty one, he was a Buck. Twenty twenty two, he was Heat. Twenty twenty three, Sixers. I think the Celtics are the last team to complete the to complete all four. I'm not sure that Brad has him on his agenda. Wonder how Brad's going. Inflatable Brad. <laughs> wonder, wonder how our friend Inflatable Brad is doing. Is he on or if he's pumped up? Not or feeling flat. <laughs> <laughs> the Celtics came out flat, just like Brad Stevens. Talk to Jalen Brown, maybe. Well, yeah. What's Jalen Brown been up to? I know he had one good game in the Hawks series. How's how's our friend Jalen Brown doing in his? <laughs> quest to get out of Boston. Uh, oh, wow. Averaged 30 points a game at the end of the Hawks series. Yeah, no, he's, he's really good. So he's broke. Maybe that's the next step for the Celtics to win the championship this year is him going from, I'll give you 20 and 10. Even when you need 30, I'll give you 20 and 10. Uh, maybe maybe he's taken the next step. Yeah, it's the next step out of the door. He killed Brad Stevens and it unlocked a new power up like it's a like it's an anime show. He evolved. <laughs> he evolved like a Pokemon and murdered Brad Stevens. <laughs> he put that mask on and he evolved into a new character. Oh, beautiful Jalen Brown. Right, can't wait for his 12 points in the first quarter tonight. <laughs> 12 points in the first quarter and then to four points in the next two quarters. Ah, rinse and repeat. Yep. Watch as Tobias Harris outscores Jalen Brown. Or maybe he didn't. Who knows? We're recording this after game one. So who knows? Or before game one. This will be released after game one. So maybe Tobias Harris did put up more points than Jalen Brown. Maybe. Thank you for listening to Believe. 
You can show support to your host by subscribing to the show and giving us a five-star rating on your preferred platform. Check us out at Believe.com and search for B-L-E-A-V on YouTube.